Hey, welcome to the Drive Time uh, Radio Hour. I'm Bobby. And I'm Ho 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 Off the Wall Nathan. And this could be a podcast. At what point do you start phoning it in? Or just, I mean, I, look, I don't know. Tangentially looking at Seinfeld in something like It's Always Sunny, which, I mean, yeah. I think It's Always Sunny is the Seinfeld of our generation. I think we were a little before. They're all garbage people. They're all garbage people, do, and it's just there. It's just amped yeah. up to eleven. Yeah. On it's always sunny. They get a little more, you know, gross and profane and stuff like that. Uh, right. I mean, but, hey, listen, it's, it's cable. But it, it's cable in the two well, thousands yeah. as yeah. compared to. So you can do it, you know, but also it's uh, broadcast in the night. You can kind of tell that there's a formula, you know, to it. Like, in the and they play on it honestly yeah. a lot, where they're you know sitting up juxtaposition, them sitting at the bar. One character comes in with news, and then that's the premise of the that's show. The, that's the whole, yeah, and yeah. they play on that too. Like sometimes they come in and they're like, "Hey, you got some news?" And they're like, "No, I got nothing." And they're just <laughs> bored, you know. That's so, good. Yeah, that's good. But uh, it's very formulaic, yeah. and you can see. And actually, I think in it's always sunny, and maybe it's the same thing with Seinfeld. I don't know, but like you can tell there was a tone shift when the when Mac, Charlie, and Dennis stopped writing the show. Mm fully mm, like yeah. i mean they still write episodes and stuff like that but it's not the totality of the episodes that's not and they get all their, of them yeah they get yeah. the writers teams they got in a, there. they got a writer's room and to, it's not all bad because sometimes they take bigger leaps you know they start mm -hmm. doing a little more yeah. oh, like homages to other things or something like that um but it's there's something that's missing in the the essence of the show but again right. like how far can you take that right i don't know i mean because did larry david write did Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld write every episode? I, no, I don't know. Or no, did they bring in a writer's team? Uh, they've got, point? they've got, they've got a writer's room. And also, that's just the, the idea of having, you know, two or three people write an entire show, doesn't happen. South Park, but yeah. I mean. Well, no, no. So I mean, they've got a little bit of a room. They've got a little bit of a room. Yeah, but the the actual like but, those but are the, the, those are just story ideas. Like, yeah. The actual like putting piecing it all together. I mean, that's all Trey Parker. R right. Absolutely, all all Trey Parker. I mean, but they're more. They also help with punch ups too, right? I mean, as far as like, not as far as dialogue goes. Dialogue, then yeah. I mean, it's all Trey Parker dialogue. Mm. It's all like, what's, you know what's me. What's Matt Stone do? <laughs> Matt Stone, well, he comes up with funny ideas too in the writers' room. I mean, they have the writers' room, obviously. But uh, mm -hmm. let's go writers. Where are we at here? Uh, I think you want to go down to casting crew. Casting crew. Yeah, series writing credits. So I mean, yeah. So again, like. S written by story editor story by i that's all right written right. by but again I, I think when you're coming to specifically dialogue driven shows i mean right. i mean seinfeld and you know south park for sure less mm -hmm. lesser so it's always sunny i would say mm -hmm. like yeah. there is a script and you're following the script that script has to be written so right. when i consider something written by it it's one thing to come up with a story right and the credit to the story but yeah. You know, I could have a story. Like, we had a story last week in the podcast. Yeah. Like, here's an idea. Right. Writing that screenplay, though, is an entirely different art. That's, much why, it's, more. that's why it's broken up. In fact, they're looking to add another credit, by the way. And I well, think it's gone, it's gone through, like, additional written works by or something like that. So, in context of what? So, like, there's a, there's a formula for the written mm -hmm. by. Okay. Like, you have to have written so much. To have the written by credit, yeah, and this is I I, I want to say this is only for feature film, I believe, okay, not for television because television that's just it's a totally different animal, as you can see with the Seinfeld credits, yeah. Um, but the amount of people who like I wrote like a scene, I I took and yeah. I I I was I wrote a scene. It's like a three minute scene, 
but you know it was based off of my personal experiences mm-hmm. and this is where the some of it's coming is like diversity and inclusion okay you know hey uh this is a person you know we're going to do this is an entire story about asian americans most of it's being written by these two guys but they wanted to have like some personal asian american story or something like that. i got gotcha. you and so they bring in somebody and they like use most of his writing most of his personal experience mm-hmm. for the you know structure of that scene okay I don't really have any problem with that. I mean, honestly, and, and, in context. And, and so, but it's not enough. It's not enough to, for them to get a writing credit, which is huge. Which is like, a, you know, as far as advancing career and everything, I'm just in punch- money in the bank. I mean, <laughs> right. I'm just punching up stories here, left and right, just mm-hmm. giving all my personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and so you go uncredited, and yeah, the, and there's which no, is like, harmful. and there's not, there's nothing credited at mm-hmm. all. So you can say, hey, look, I've worked on all of this. But I have zero credits. But I have zero credits. So yeah. now so they're going to have, it's well, called like an additional writing credit or additional write, writing supplement or something, 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 something. And I, I honestly don't have a problem with that. I think I think you kind of hit on it a little bit where it's the nature of how movies are written versus TV shows are written. I mean, TV yes. shows are very small box, right. uh, small control room, whereas a movie is written largely by the collective. I mean, very... I mean, you've as far this, as no, you've got that backwards. No, 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 <laughs> no. Because when you're pitching a movie, I mean, yeah. as far as like story goes, like I mean, the amount of screenplays that don't get read, there's tons of screenplays yeah. written, but those screenplays are never read. No, when you're talking about getting a movie made, yeah, I mean, unless you're already established and got through the door already, you're not writing a screenplay that gets no. all the way to From all the start way to, to finish. No, release. Like you get so if I'm if you and I are sitting here pitching our movies that we have. Mm-hmm. We are more advantageous to pitch the basic story right. that we have instead of saying like, "Here's a screenplay I wrote. wrote oh, here's sure. 200 pages of a screenplay, Mr. Yeah, Producer. Yeah. Will you it please depends. read this?" And but they're yeah. like, "No, I don't want to read this. Here's two pages of a general story outline. Yeah. They might be more prone to read that, but that, and then, enough to get have it written, not necessarily. But that's when it gets it, but when it gets taken out, when it's especially going in, like getting started." Once your story is accepted, it's out of your hands unless you've worked some well, finagled yeah. uh, agreement that you can be a part of the screenwriting. And maybe you can, but like it's going to be edited, rewritten over and over again. They're going to bring yeah, in other people to do. Well, that's producers, depending on the producer. But Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you're talking about like, again, like somebody like Larry David or uh, Trey Parker or, you know, Rob McElraney or anybody like in the, in the context of what we're all talking of, about. All of these are like they, so much more like. Those are the that those are the exception rather than the rule. Not necessarily when it comes to the style of TV shows we're talking about. M- most television programming. Well, we've talked about it before. Broadcast television is different than cable television. <laughs> even so, yeah. even mo- it's done around a writing room where everybody's sitting there and you've you've got let's break the story. We're okay, mm-hmm. story's broke. We've worked through most of the outline. Okay, John, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. John, I want you to take the script, and I want you to like actually finalize. Michael Sure is a good example of what you're script. talking about. Where it's we're going to be a part of the creation of the story. We're going to yeah. be a part of the overall arc. The showrunner, oh, the, the showrunner, yeah, the, in the room. The idea of the, the show, right? And I think for Seinfeld, Larry David is very much a yeah. showrunner of yeah. the situation, right? Yeah. So when you're, he'd have that title. You have to compartmentalize like what your responsibilities are. I'm sure, especially early on, they are writing much more of the day to day. I mean, 172 writing credits for Larry David. I wonder, like, versus 40 for Peter Malin. If if he's just on that list, like, I mean, like he has to be. I guess. No, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, you look at teleplays right there. Teleplays 172. I mean, you're. I wonder what. Yeah. You're looking at a lot of like. 
This is Jeff Schaefer teleplay. You're, you're looking at a lot of like, okay, this is what we're going to say That's during an interest, this. It's an interesting, I've never seen that broken down as far as like the teleplay credit. I don't know. I don't know what that is. But this, I think if we were to pull up South Park and we will, like you'll, you'll see a lot of the Larry David, Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld relationship as far as story yeah. goes. But I think the written by just especially dialogue, especially what what is read on screen. I'm curious where is what, I I'm almost 100 percent all Trey Parker. I'd love to know what the story play, the story play. Uh, I'm sorry, not the story, the teleplay like credit, what that means and how that works. I mean, I understand the story. Mm-hmm. I understand written. Mm-hmm. I don't understand teleplay. Let's look up teleplay. Well, what are we here? I would say teleplay credit. Here we are, you know, our goal or our our uh, object objective of this whole thing is to learn, right? So we're gonna let's learn like what learning. let's learn what teleplay. Teleplay, you want to Cre- go teleplay I say credit? Teleplay credit. Okay, we're gonna go teleplay credit. Oh my gosh! If there's not a Wikipedia, where do we go? Right. Oh my gosh! Let's. Um, I'm, oh, gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back to this. I'm just gonna type in teleplay real quick just to see. Mm-hmm. Oh, teleplay definition in meeting. It's, it's well. It's not Wikipedia. It's Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. So, God knows. A story prepared for television production. Yeah. See, that's why I, I, I know what that is. That's I get that. Right, but that would... But, but for why me, is the written not... <laughs> for me, though, because... You, and and we'll find out more uh, information on this, but what I can deduce from this is that you have 45 minutes of a written thing. Right. This needs to be cut down to 25 now I'm going to be the one to go through and figure out which lines to take out and piece together to make it still a story. Yeah, that's I, initially what I'm going. I don't, I don't know. Teleplay Wikipedia. Oh, I feel like here we go. Yeah, it's a screenplay. Using a scripted television program or series, uh, okay. in general usage, the term is most commonly seen in reference to a standalone production, uh, such as a television show, a film, television film, a television play, or an episode of an anthology series. And internal, wait, you seen something yeah. you want to no, look no. at? I, okay, according to, sto- okay, so the Writers Guild of America, because that's, I mean, that's where we're interested. Like, the WGA. Is, is like the, like accreditation part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, television script consists of two different parts, story and teleplay. Okay. But then where's the written? I don't understand. Um, camera setups, if required. Simply put, it distinguishes the contribution of ideas toward the story from the actual writing of the dialogue and stage directions present on the page in the finished product. The stage direction might be an interesting addition to that. Right. Accordingly, story and teleplay will appear as distinct credits on a television script if different people played those roles in the script's creation. If the same person or people perform both roles equally... Parentheses, unless they also worked on the concept with one or more people not directly involved in writing the script or developing the story, end parentheses, then the story and teleplay credits will not be used and instead a merged written by credit will be given. However, a written by credit may be given to only three people maximum. Mm-hmm. If uh, more than three people were involved, then the credits must be distinguished or must distinguish those who were story contributors from those who were teleplay contributors. But, so, we still, but we still have writing. I mean, well, going back up here, it says in, in internal industry usage. However, yeah. a television script (parentheses including episodes of an ongoing drama or comedy series) and (parentheses are teleplays. Although a teleplay credit uh, may be sub- 
subsumed, subsumed, subsumed into a written credit or written by credit, depending on the circumstances of its creations. Uh, the term first surfaced in the 1950s with wide usage to distinguish teleplays from stage plays written for yes. theater and screenplays written for film. All three have different formats, conventions, and constraints. So there, you might be getting in a little bit of the like the the nomenclature, the <laughs> not yeah, nomenclature, yeah. but I mean essentially. Go back, go but, back to Larry David. I'm but, just get concerned here. But I think what hold on, we will. But but I think what you're doing is you're getting the the person that whittles it down from a written by to to TV, and then also the direction, like the the direction that we're going for. Sure. It, yeah, I because Larry David is. Tele- All 172 created, written, teleplay. Yeah. I don't know. That's a, I mean, so let's juxtapose this with um, uh, The Office. Who was The Office showrunner? What was his name? Uh, Sanchez? No, yeah. Sanchez is the name of the. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Sanchez is the name of the. No, is the name of the production company. No, right? no. Well, <laughs> Gary Sanchez is not the production company for The it's Office. <laughs> Who is it then? Cast and crew. Cast and crew. A lot of directors. Greg Daniels. Greg Daniels. So Greg Daniels teleplay 180, 188 episodes. This is the showrunner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When all three of them are. And, and I bet if we go, and Ricky Steven, Gervais gets. And Stephen Merchant. They both get teleplay and written by. Right. So it, I guess you get that teleplay credit if you're. Well, and I bet specifically with Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, this was a deal. Yeah, that's like, got to be a deal. I get this is kind of like going back to the Beatles documentary you're watching. It's a yeah. lot of the strife comes in with the the tagline Lennon McCartney writing a song. Right. Are you familiar with that? Like back in when the Beatles first started getting yeah. huge. There was always controversy of like, are the Beatles going to break up? Are the Beatles going to break up? And they used to print like whose name, like who wrote the song, right by the song name. All right, so mm. if, you know, Paul McCartney wrote a song, you just say McCartney, right? Well, all the early Beatles songs that they wrote were Lennon McCartney, and then when they started divergence, started just becoming Lennon or just McCartney, it started to be like, oh my God, yeah. are the Beatles going to break up? And it was a managerial decision to make a decision to say all songs are going to be written by Lennon McCartney. It doesn't matter if Paul brings in yesterday that he wrote, you know, when he woke up from a dream. Sure. Right. It's going to Lennon McCartney, everything. And fuck George. And, and well, fuck Ringo. Exactly. And that's part of the division because when George is bringing songs to the table and they're like, Lennon doesn't care. Lennon does. And he's not bringing like Paul McCartney is writing all these songs, right? Yeah. Lennon's not. He's like, yeah, that sounds great. Yep. Did I have to do nothing? Awesome. Yeah, that cool. sounds great. I get the same writing credit. Cool. Yeah. I, hey, Jude sounds great. But and then George is like, well, what about I got this song? And then it becomes like a business decision. I mean, it's like, well, are you going to give him not only like the big brother, little brother, like dynamic that they have going on? Yeah. Like, even if your song is good, we're the arbiters of what is good or what is not good. That whole dynamics there, but there's also a financial thing. It's like, well, if we put one George song on there and we have control of that, right? Uh, then we don't get that money. You know, that's why this is uh, writing credits in music is fucking bonkers. It's it can be for sure, <laughs> yeah. And it can go the opposite way where you get the Taylor Swifts of the world that are just Ben Afflacking on a couch. Can, well, yeah, and they're in the room. But this to me, the Ricky Gervais, Stephen Merchant I, that, thing, I think that's that's a deal. It. Yeah, that's a deal. There's no effing no, way. No, Stephen Merchant was not sitting in the writer's room of, <laughs> for 188 episodes. No, 100%. And I do like how it coincides. So this must be a deal made with Greg Daniels because when Greg Daniels left the show at 180 yeah. episodes, yeah. so did Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. I noticed the same, th- I noticed the same thing as w- with Seinfeld. Yeah. Seinfeld's 100. 
1972 episodes, it's Larry David, credited, written, teleplay, 172 episodes. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Seinfeld. Seinfeld had created and written for 172. I'm telling you right now, I don't think Jerry's sitting in writer's room for all of it. No. Not all of it. No, but probably I, I would imagine more so than like Ricky Gervais or Stephen Merchant in the Office example. Yeah, I mean, overseeing over, general st- story right. idea. You know, again, I don't even know that. I, I I would believe it easier, but again, like a teleplay, I would imagine you're you're overseeing the a, what you're actually seeing on television, let alone just the initial script you're given. I mean, I was kind of half hoping there'd be that's a BBC thing, but or like it's a, a teleplay or an, call it a that. British thing. Yeah, it's that, a, that's what I was kind of like. I wonder. If, well, when you felt, break, it felt British. It felt it British. Felt British. It just felt British. I me. mean, they do a lot of teleplays over there in BBC Land. Well, it well the telly, the telly, the telly, telly play. It's a telly play. It's not a screenplay. No, it's a okay? teleplay. That's for high. It's a derogatory art. term for high, a screen. For high art, you fucks. Well, they, this thing when they talk about the when the usage first came in the fifties, it distinguished teleplays from stage plays written for theater and screenplays written for films. It's so a different thing. It's literally <laughs> like we watch a we movie can't. on a screen. So that's a screenplay. Yeah. You watch a television show on the on, telly. On a fucking tube, uh, you yeah, fucks. A tube play. Tube play. That's, a, that's stage plays. It's I bet, very I bet literal. There was, I bet there was a guy back in the forties who's like, no, 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 no. We gotta call it a tube play. It's, it's a, tube a tube play. play. Yeah, it's a tube play. A screenplay goes up on the screen. Yeah, this is going on a tube. It's well, a tube play. Wait a second. Is there is there an opportunity here to have a scripted YouTube show and have what have you that called tube play? Tube plays. Correct. Also, it kind of sounds kind of sexual as well. By yeah. The way. Just FYI. Just, I mean, <laughs> just FYI. I mean, you have to incorporate that into <laughs> your play. thing if you want it to be successful. It's like the people who are really into balloons. Have you ever? Yeah. There's a Bob's did, Burgers about that. Did I ever tell you about that story? About, about you like, being super into balloons? Me, or? me and my brother-in-law like stumbling into balloon porn. Oh, go on. That's a big <laughs> So story. he was really talking, to, we were talking about Tosh Boyno before. Mm-hmm. And Tosh Boyno had a Bill Loon 4 or 5. And he, oh, was yeah. the, he was the guy who uh, tried to climb inside a balloon. Yeah. And he got stuck. He successfully did he, it on I the mean, show. He did it on the show. But like my brother-in-law thought Bill Loon 4 or 5 was the funniest, goofiest motherfucker. And he's like... You gotta, we gotta watch all of Bill Loon's four or five shit. Right? Yeah. At like one point, it was just like him driving around, like in his car, and he's like, "Now look at this. What's this guy doing?" And it was just like, and Bill Loon kind of lived in a ghetto, and it was just a dude like walking across the street with a log chain, just like, like a thirty foot log chain, just dragging it behind him. Okay. And it's like, well, oh, oh, okay, this is super weird. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I don't remember how or why. I mean, because this was like early days of YouTube, and it was yeah. like, oh, hey, what else is going on with other like balloon websites, like video websites, and just looking at stuff, and it's just finally, and then like all of a sudden, it's like, hold on, what is this? Is this balloon porn? Is it? And it was like this lady in like a French maid's outfit mm-hmm. with her tits hanging out. Nice tits. And, uh, I fr- I don't remember. I just oh. remember the absurdity because she had an ironing board with an iron, and she was trying okay. to like. I can't get these balloons to get all the wrinkles out and couple, really? popping balloons. Is this on YouTube? This was not on YouTube. So how did you get to this website? I don't. I don't remember like us just like falling further and further down. You must balloon, have done a Google search. Balloon centric videos. This is yes. early enough in YouTube where you're like, we're going to take this to Google and see what other what other investigations what other, we can right, find. Right. There's going to be a poorly made website. 
And then there was another one, like, and they're like, what is this? And then, like, the world kind of opening up in front mm-hmm. of us. And it was just like. Well, were you on a porn site, though, when you looked at the first for the French maid? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I, but I don't remember exactly. I, I, I cannot say for certain. And, and for those of you that it, don't remember when the internet first started, it was very it's, possible. It's a wild to, west. It was a wild west. You could click on to. Mid-2000s internet. You could click onto a website that was not specifically a porn website and still see some boobies. Right. Um, there was one. Just letting you know. And it was a it was a naked. She wasn't totally naked. She had bottoms on. But she was bottoms or bottoms. Bottom, bottoms. Oh, okay. She was wearing pantaloons. So, she was wearing something covering her genitals. Okay. Uh, but she was topless and she was just popping balloons very sensually. And it's just like like I, how like sitting on them or no? Oh no, just like with a with a needle, just picking on. Oh. Pop. You know me and ASMR. I would hate oh, this, by the way. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But like, as someone who do, does video production mm-hmm. for a living, it's just like, what are they lighting this with? Construction lights? And it was just like the like biggest, harshest shadow. <laughs> it was just like they set up some construction lights, just blasting this poor lady right in the face. <laughs> well, she's it was, probably making money. And just hard. See, that's the thing. I don't know. I, like I'm gonna tell you right now, we didn't pay money for this. Well, you never do. It's the backlog. They always just <laughs> infiltrate just, your. It's just like I don't. What this poor lady's just getting blasted in the face with fucking construction lights. It's like look in the porn industry, you can get blasted in the face with a lot worse. The worst was like we ended up like the that was be, a funny joke before <laughs> right before we ended before we stopped before we called it a night. It was like was this it, before or after you ejaculated uh so here's the thing about me and my brother-in-law we don't oh, ejac- i thought you said it was your brother no that's, not my, that's bro- my bad even worse that's my bad i don't understand <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other thing but it was like it was a dingy dirty and it was a like a large fat man in a in a thong popping balloons by sitting on it okay. and i'm like okay we've gone wow. we've gone to this, this is and it, as we were, were like, on oh, private, this private browsing at this point. I, I don't know if that even incognito existed back then, wow. quite frankly. Wow. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, hey, what's this? Oh, this. Uh, what's going on here? And I'm like, oh, this has got to be a joke, right? Ha <laughs> ha. Big fat guy popping balloons with his ass. Not YouTube. And like, this is no, just... this is not YouTube. No, no. And it was just a, like a dirty, dirty, grungy basement. Mm. And I'm like, ah, this is, oh, this is, this is quite the parody that we got going on here about weird weird people and their weird fetishes ha 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 it's just like and then it kept going like i this this might be real (laughs) this might be some kind of something i'm not supposed to be like seeing right now because all the things you were looking at were real well it was like i don't know if like this was done in earnest let's look up let's look up the well we'll, we're not gonna look up balloon porn but we'll look up uh bill loon four five yeah well no well (laughs) let's just see if there's a wikipedia entry for balloon porn and I'm oh, not there's in Pornhub. See, yeah, porn, yeah, balloon. I, you should have gotten an incognito mode. I was like, balloon porn at Dino Tube. Now let's see if we can get Wikipedia here. I just want to see an explanation. I, yeah. you're gonna say that we found like a thing that doesn't have a Wikipedia entry. I it would not surprise me. Ooh, there it is, balloon, balloon fetish. fetish. A lunar. Fuck. A balloon fetish is a sexual fetish that involves balloons. Well, no shit. <laughs> a balloon fetishist. Is also referred to as a lunar. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! Some balloon fetishists—that's a hard thing to say. Fetishists, fetishists, fetishists reveal in the popping of balloons, and others may become anxious and tearful at the very thought of popping a balloon. Okay, 
Okay. Others enjoy blowing up balloons or sitting and lying on them. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, to be fair, this isn't a very extensive Wikipedia article. There is a nice stock photo of balloons (laughs) with different colors. See, also, body inflation. Inflatable doll. What is that? Body inflation? What is this? I don't think... We're going to click on some links here, folks. (laughs) Well, luckily, we're all done in the safety of Wikipedia, because if it's an external link... Here's the thing. This is what we've learned from the internet, though. <laughs> the crazy websites you were on, whenever they were, clicking link after link of watching the yeah. video. We didn't know back then. We didn't know. It, get, it gets... Anyway, you can take body inflation. Body inflation is the practice of inflating or pretending to inflate a part of one's body, often for sexual gratification. Mm. It is commonly done by inserting balloons underneath the clothes or a tight skin suit and then inflating them. Why does this have a larger Wikipedia entry than balloon fetish? Well, I just we got to get to the Charlie and Chocolate Factory part. Uh, so. Ooh, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Some people are specifically made inflatable suits, commonly made from latex rubber, to make themselves bigger overall. One of the best known examples is Mister Blow Up, who okay. appears in Deviant Desires book. Okay, okay. we're gonna look into that. <laughs> no thanks. We'll, we'll, uh, he we'll get this. Wears in the air inflated double skin latex suits as and has made a number of TV appearances in the UK, including Euro Trash. Sometimes the body is actually inflated, also, such huh. as by an enema or drinking large amounts of liquid. This is fantastic. Okay. Ugh. One of the most famous examples of body inflation in pop culture is a violet. Uh, Bear, well, how do we? What's her last name? I believe it's Beauregard. Beauregard. I, I'm not a huge fan of Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Anyway, uh, Violet Beauregard in the Charlie and Chocolate Factory slash Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. yeah okay. Where she swells up into. Yes, I know. A, I've seen the scene. Okay. Yeah. But like, I don't. Was it sexual? Why does that have to be like often for sexual gratification? I don't know why you're bringing Willy Wonka. In well, they, they bring to mention uh, she eats an experimental chewing gum. Uh, made up of three course meal, uh, which is tomato soup, roast beef with baked potatoes, blueberry pie with ice cream. Yeah, is this part of the sexual thing? I, mean, I don't think so. I I see tomato soup and roast beef and baked potato, and I'm all chipped up over here. <laughs> Other inflatable f- fetishes generate erotic stories, artwork, video, and audio files. Don't want to listen to that. Mm. To indulge their fantasies, sexual role play is fairly common either in person or via online conversation. Hmm. The notion of the fantasy scenarios ending up in popping or explosion is often a divisive topic in the community. I'm glad that there's a reference to that. <laughs> Somebody like took the time to reference that the idea that the uh, popping or explosion is often a divisive part of the community, and they've got an actual uh, reference to that. That's good. Well, the first inflatable fetish community organized online in 1994 in the form of an email list. And as the popularity of the online community grew, so did the online community. I don't oh. want to yuck on anyone else's yum. You know, I don't, anyone else listening, <laughs> right. we don't, like, this is all new to us. Um, right. I've only heard of, you know, no. the balloon thing, but I, Hard pass. you know, to each their own, I guess. No. Let's just look up a picture of Mr. Blow Up here. You want to learn about Mr. Blow Up? Now, now, please engage in cognitio mode, please. <laughs> oh no, no, for no. your for your sake. No, 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 no. no. Uh, I'm just... an open book on this website. 
Oh, or on this uh, podcast, MrBlowUp.com. I don't know if I'm that brave to go on MrBlowUp.com, oh, though. Oh, no. I don't like any of this. Wow. Nope. Nope. Well, folks, I mean, you can in- consider <laughs> doing yourself a favor and just Googling <laughs> nope. Mr. Blob. I'm going to look at the images real quick here just <laughs> to make sure. I like that how he has degrees, by the way. Like, that was one of his subsections of his. Well, this goes back. He was on E-Bombs World. Like, E-Bombs World. I was. I think maybe that. Maybe that's what it was. I wanted to think, like going back to the early internet. I'm like, I think you, maybe could we, you see boobs on E-Bombs World? I bet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think 100 percent it was E-Bombs World that we were falling deeper and deeper and deeper into our uh, our hole of balloon porn. Blah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ugh. Yeah. No hard pass. Hard pass. Nope. I I don't get this. I don't understand it. I don't want to see it. Um, <laughs> But just because we don't get it and we don't understand it doesn't um, mean you shouldn't do it at home. And this episode is brought to you by MrBlowUp.com. Uh, for all your blow-up and inflationary needs, please just go to... <laughs> it's interesting to see also in the body inflation is the pregnancy fetish. Uh, right. Where I'm wondering if there is a, in a maybe a fat fetish, maybe a breast fetish. These are all under the C also. Mm. We don't need to keep del- delving into it. But I, yeah. I, I wonder if there's elements of that. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I get maybe I like big things. No. Or like you like to see things get bigger. I'm so I'm glad. So as a child, I, I mean, I'll say child, probably 12 or 13. I was mm-hmm. over at somebody's. No, I was like in high school. I was at a wrestling camp and we were staying at. Oh, Mr. We sta- blow up size. Yeah, no, we were staying at, at the at the coach's house. Uh, <laughs> this story could only end well. I, no, it was it was, <laughs> it was great. Uh, so it was. A, Isn't it sad though that like you say that you were staying the night over at a coach's and, house and, and my immediately go to like you were molested? Right. I mean, it could have got like things could have been weird. I guess like looking and things kind of a little bit weird ish. Not really. Okay. Okay. Well, so and it was at a he was a coach. He used to coach at my high school and then uh, he moved to another school. Uh-huh. And for some reason, why I did don't, he move to another school? I I, I don't know Touching kids why in the he changed schools, but he did. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I won't interrupt no, your story. No, it's, no, it's I, I don't know that I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. Anyhow, he w- had a wrestling camp, okay. and it, like for two days, three days, he brought in like D1 wrestlers from University of Iowa, like like national cha- like yeah. national champions, like at this cauliflower ears galore. Right, Mike Ironside, just like <laughs> cauliflower. He was weird because like he brought his girlfriend along, and I thought that was weird. And then we like turned on the TV. And it was the end of seven, mm-hmm. and it was just like, oh, don't tell anyone the ending. And, he, and he's like, movie. I don't like the, I don't like this. It's so, it's too, it's not, it's too sad. I'm like, you're like the toughest guy I can like, uh-huh. like imagine. Yeah, real tough wrestling. I just, I, it's just too sad. I don't like it. it. Just makes me feel bad. I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's like a it. gentle giant. Yeah. Uh, but another time it was uh, another dude named Doug Schwab. Doug Schwab, also like an amazing wrestler, mm-hmm. national champion. A couple times over, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we were watching. Uh, I don't remember how like we got like we ended up on Taxi Cab Confessions, okay. and this is like you know, hey, I'm staying up late, I'm watching TV with a college kid, and I'm in high school. Yeah, and it's like this is this is awesome. I'm pretty cool. Right it's now. I'm pretty cool. He's like, oh hey, whoa, Taxi Cab Confessions. Yeah. All right, I bet they're going to talk about blowjobs <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, there's one point like where, I, and I've always thought it was ridiculous. There was it was a there was a scene where. Like a guy started performing cunnilingus 
in the backseat. In the uh-huh. backseat. Like, yeah. Hey, baby, you want to, I'm going to go downtown. Right. Yeah. And it was the most awkward fucking taxi cab driver. It, Cause it almost looked like he had like a neck brace on. And so he <laughs> couldn't really move his neck. <laughs> and he kept trying to like, sneaking glances here. <laughs> and I thought it was, the, it was the funniest. Once again, and I'll say, I've said it once. I've said it a hundred times. Neck braces are funny. They are. They're neck, very funny. Neck braces are funny. Yeah. Anyhow, if I you could, want me to take you seriously, don't wear a neck brace. Anyhow, that being said, I could see somebody taking that scenario and being able to like force a kid to do what? Well, to like do stuff. Anyhow. Oh, I got you. Yeah, you're like right. Yeah. To bring it back to my original. You know what? You can do that to me too. We were like flipping through channels, and I think we're we're on Cinemax or something, and it was like, yeah, there's a lot of. You sure he wasn't touching himself? I'm sorry, I don't want to speak. No, right. And I'm not a big. I think the idea of like dudes going to strip clubs together is weird. Oh, really? Well. Like the idea, hey, let's all go get sexually aroused together. Well, like that's a, like that's a like weird a thing. gaggle of guys. That's a weird group activity. Is well, we should all go? Hey, you guys, want to sit around and watch porn? We could all get boners together. That's a weird <laughs> thing to do. Well, that's if you get like a boner when you walk into a room of a like a strip club. Like when I walk into a strip club, I don't like get a boner. When I walk into a strip club, I'm pretty sure the idea. The idea of the whole scenario mm-hmm. is for me to become aroused. That's for those back rooms, bud. You Still, have to learn, learn how to, you have to learn how to like you know compartmentalize. You know, no, that, I mean, I'm okay. in an open sexual environment, and then when you go in the back room, then I don't ask questions. Mm. Then you just you do what you do. Sure, that's why there's a door. Hell, not some strip clubs. Not some. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Anyhow, At best, there's a door. We're stri- we're flipping through channels, and it was like, it was like a, a, an attack of the fifty foot woman, like sex, like a like a porn parody of that. Okay. Where like dudes were supposed to be having sex with a fifty foot woman, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't like. We only watched like th- two minutes of it and before it, he realized this is wild and inappropriate. And I'm like, well, this is. He's like, you know, a woman, giant, beautiful woman, like lumbering around, and uh-huh. he's like, hey, what are you doing later? And the guy's like, oh, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I, I, I can't. I like, mm-hmm. like constantly, like turning, like a bunch of men in a row turning down sex with a fifty foot woman, and I'm yeah. like. I don't understand what the next scene would be. <laughs> I don't know, like, what's what's next? Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen? Just gonna go like magic, magic mystery bus, like into I, her vagina, I, and like right, or like I imagine some kind of hot tub scenario where mm-hmm. like I it's just him, and I'm like, I don't understand what's gonna, and we we thankfully. And not so thankfully, change the channel. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand what like what would happen next, and I've never been curious enough to. Find Maybe that's out. the key to a balloon porn that we're but not it's understanding. Like, you know, the idea of like a larger thing becoming fetishized. Yeah. yeah, but the idea of like being with a fifty foot woman, like that's always concerned me. Too yeah, much. I, I mean, it, it was definitely a thing. I mean, they made not just one movie. I mean, they made multiple movies about you know that. Did they? I, I would. Just, I mean, I, there was Attack of the Fifty Foot Woman. Yeah, there was Attack starring the, Raquel Welch. Yeah. But then there was also. I'm, sh- I'm assuming that's not what you were watching on Cinemax. So no, was it was a it was a sexual it was, yeah parody of yeah, that a thing. sexual parody of it. And I can only assume that that's not the I standalone only one. I don't know. It's, it's got to be yeah. right. I don't know. It, it's it's not worth our time to go and look at. I don't, it, and I don't want to. I've had the resources of the internet for a long time. <laughs> probably thirty years now. Yeah. Well, no, not thirty years. Twenty five years. Twenty five. Yeah. Uh, safely safely well i gotta do math here 20 plus years yeah. you know outside of you know search engines sucked when the internet first started right i remember 
just being told what Google was. And I was like, well, that's a dumb name. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, like, obviously, certain every, there's fetishes for everything. I mean, and that's where... 100%. You know, when you're looking at, like, ASMR or something like that, like, what that has opened up for people. Yeah. And, you know, and everyone's different. Everyone can do whatever the fuck they want to do, you know, right. as long as within the context of the law and everything like that. Everyone can do whatever they and want. And consensual. And consensual. That's a huge thing, right? Those balloons did not consent to getting popped, by the way. Right. But but so I, when you first brought up balloon porn, um, and we're talking about this a lot, but I like <laughs> it. It's fun. Um, <laughs> you like balloon porn? No, no. I'm, That's it. <laughs> podcast is over. And done. But there's a Bob's Burgers uh, where- Oh, that's right. Have, have, have you seen that episode where his- uh, his in-laws move into a retirement community in Florida, but it's a swingers retirement community. Ugh. And they have to like participate in order to stick around. Like that's the like prerequisite oh. for being in the retirement yeah. home. Long story short, they have to convince uh, Bob's father-in-law, Linda's husband, uh, Linda's uh, father that like there's a reason to go to these things. Like, like you, you just have to go and just be a part of the community for once. <laughs> and then Bob finds out that Linda's dad's into balloon, like balloon porn, basically. Like he likes balloons being popped and stuff like that. I like me getting popped. Yeah. There's which, a certain level of anticipation, which is just an interesting, like Ugh. again, for a broadcast television cartoon, mm. some would say that a family airs, show that airs on Sunday night, that airs on Sunday nights. Like that's a little, I appreciate the risks they take in that show. And, and I was watching, a. I was watching some origin video of Bob's Burgers because they origin. Uh, what did I say? I don't. Well, this is just a little bit too close to home. <laughs> what? I, I kind of sounded like orgy. Oh, gotcha. Or or gotcha. Okay, I didn't watch an orgy video with Bob's Burgers. <laughs> I watched an origin. I, listen, video. they're out there. No, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. But uh, I, I watched the table read of them reading like doing their voices it's always fun to see yeah. when uh you see the real people do the voices of the characters yeah. and stuff like that it's always fun i like watching matt stone and trey parker do the, all the different voices of south park characters of and it's fun um and then watching the table read of bob's burgers cast doing other stuff it, it was it was fun but then i watched an interesting like like what they wanted like where all the different characters like the actors and stuff came from because a lot of them yeah. were pretty well-known voice actors at that time it's john benjamin yeah, but a lot of them doing like adult slim stuff. But initially, the uh, concept of Bob's Burgers was supposed to be like hyper focus on the cannibalism of the restaurant. And I'm like, wow, that's just a hard line to take. In the first episode, it's called Human Flesh. Yeah. It's about, you know, like yeah. the place sells. They had to like, again, tone it down because it's being shown yeah. on broadcast television. But like, that was like a sticking point. Like, we want to really, we want to do this and we want to do really, it right. We, we want to get, this... get this right. Right. We want to do like the cannibalism story and we want to do it. Well, and everything. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, okay. And they, they, they I guess in the video, they, they describe it like they realize that doing the cannibal video or the cam, cannibal joke over and over again would get stale. And they would have to like figure ways to like reinvent it. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. It took you long into getting a show picked up and like almost into production before you realize that the cannibal <laughs> angle wouldn't would get like, stale. Would get stale? Like, and so when we were looking up, I think we were looking at movies last week, mm -hmm. and we saw a Bob's Burgers movie coming out, and I haven't looked into no, it or anything right. like that, but like, Why would you? I'm wondering, well, 
the whole thing is like, why would you make a movie? I mean, like they're, I, they're really going to get the cannibalism I, they, right. Like, this is the I thing. I hope this is it. Because well, they've always asked the guys from It's Always Sunny, like, why don't you ever do a movie? It's like, well, we don't. There's nothing we can't do on TV. So like, right? why? What? What's the point? But I'm sure there's things on broadcast television that Bob's Burgers can't do. So I'm interested to see: do they take like the cannibal level mm. further, or do they take the absurdity level further? You know, with what they're kind of going after, doing the thing that they literally can't do on television. But so there was the Simpsons movie, yeah, which I thought was okay, and it was a little long overdue in a fair representation of the program. Yeah, there was the South Park movie, which was which classic. I think they did well and it was a good representation. I think the South Park movie actually solidified the TV show. Mm, yeah, I think I'm, that's one of the things where it's like this show is just whatever. This show will disappear in a little bit, and then they made bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah. Which is also a, a penis joke. Yeah, and then, um, and then it was so good. They're like, "Oh wait, I think the yeah. show actually might be genius." And then right. I think they got a, a leg up. But anyway, you were saying no. Is there? I mean, is there any other like examples of that? I feel hmm. like I mean, there was like a Jetsons movie that like is not representative of the Jetsons, but also yeah, you're it was talking like, like twenty years like after the fact. There wasn't a King of the Hill movie. Wasn't a King I mean, of the we're Hill talking movie. a specific, like, we can actually timestamp this. I mean, yeah. like, the Simpsons movie, I feel, was the uh, first, but it was also. No, it was like, that was 09. No, no. Well, the first idea of it is what I'm saying. Like, they, the thought mm. of making a movie this way. But that was only based on, like, a cartoon that only existed. I mean, the Simpsons were fairly revolutionary for cartoons and what a cartoon sure. could be. Sure. Right? So when we look back at like the Jetsons or the Flintstones, yeah, they made movies about them, but it wasn't true to the cartoon. No, there was no, know. there was a Jetsons cartoon movie, and it was like that came out in the nineties, and it was nothing like the actual Jetsons. Correct. So that's what I'm saying. What I'm like, saying. like the, but not like the live action starring, you know, Rick Moranis, Flintstones, movie. Flintstones movie, which they hold a little special place in my heart. I mean, because it was bad. I'm so terrified to watch them again. Well, I was like nine when they came you out. You watched both. The Flintstones and then the Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas. I'm pretty sure I've watched the Viva Rock Vegas at least once. You know me. I'm a John Goodman fan. Well, no. John Goodman wasn't in the second one. No. Well. The, se- the second one starred uh, Baratheon. Robert Baratheon. No way, really? <laughs> yeah. Robert Baratheon played George, uh, played Fred Flintstone. Oh, that's and, fantastic. And uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, one of the Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. Oh, Billy Baldwin. No, not Billy Baldwin. <clears throat> Daniel Baldwin, Daniel, no. the guy from Biodome, the guy from Biodome, Daniel Baldwin. He played, he played, uh, he played, uh, he played uh, Barney Rubble. Yeah, plot unknown for the Bob's Burgers animated Ooh, that's TV series. Good. That's good. I don't want to. No spoilers. <laughs> Taglines in flipping theaters, 2022. Okay, and it's going to be PG-13 for rude slash suggestive material and that language. That sounds about right. I think <laughs> they're I think not going to make a hard R. <laughs> Boss I would watch Friday. it. I would watch it. Guys, we decided we've been no. 10 years on broadcast television. I've and now it's time to really just hit it hard. Expected May 27th, 2002 or 2022. Like, <clears throat> oh, it's fantastic. The day after my birthday. Oh, are you going to celebrate? I'll go watch Bob's Burgers the day after my birthday. For... You're not going to go to the midnight th- showing? I think Bob's Burgers is out of all the cartoons that are on right now. Yeah. I mean, outside of South Park, I think it's the smartest, funniest <clears throat> comedy. Yeah. I mean, The Simpsons is The Simpsons. Are, I, I I haven't watched The Simpsons. In you talk about letting go of the reins and then just you know writers' rooms writing shows. I mean, right. And that's I uh, I have not watched The Simpsons since oh eight oh seven. I would yeah I mean, something like that. 
I would say high school was last time. I would say before. I think 9-11 really killed the <laughs> 9-11 really killed. <laughs> I was, uh, it was uh, early days of Hulu. <clears throat> it was yeah. like, I got like, it was great. I got like a sneak preview. Like before Hulu was opened up to everybody. Like somehow, like I got some beta test thing. This is you, like Facebook, just being um, me. But Facebook, I mean, listen, I've been a member of Facebook since '06, so I got no, no. I mean, '05, '04, '04. That's when it was, because yeah, '04. That's when it started. Mm. Yep. Why did you get it? Well, no, I mean, that's when just when it started. No, because it was only open to like. Yeah, and then it, uh, then, it and then it got to got to us at poor old Loris College. Hey, and I, er, hey, yeah, but you weren't Laura's the got, you weren't one of the first Facebook. then. I well, mean, no, every I mean, college student at that time had access to it. Um, but we're talking about like when it was first. It was first just given out to like um, elite academies. It was only like, yeah, and then like eventually Ivy somehow, League schools. Somehow, I want to say it trickled down within the time we were in college. But yeah. I was dating a girl that went to George Washington University, which was a prestigious university or is still, I guess. Right. And I remember she got it first, and was like, "Okay, what what you can get it, but I can't get it. This right. is." stupid i know and then then it opened up to and then anybody, it opened up to well it opened up to anybody with a college i mm-hmm. address yeah and, and it was a big thing when all was, of a sudden everyone can get a facebook page right. now my mom's gonna be on it well and then well the big thing was but then they uh introduced the wall and that was like a big thing or the, the wall feed, the feed the feed the when they introduced the feed yeah and you didn't have to go to everybody's single page and see what the fuck they were up to now, so you're talking to someone that who... That changed everything. From the get-go. I remember when I first heard about Facebook, I was like, that's fucking stupid, and I'm not touching it with a f- fucking 50-foot pole yeah. at all. So I do not remember any of that shit. There, there was a time. There was the time before the before mm-hmm. the feed came yeah. out. And I was just like, and I was like, oh, hey, we'll, we'll go see what they're doing. What did, the, what did this person have to say? What did this person have to say? Mm-hmm. Back when you had like 50 friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, what do you mean? Like they're changing it so everybody has like everybody can see everything what everybody says in one like place, and I don't have to go look through fifty five yeah. different profiles. And I was just like, oh, I don't like that. That's changed. That's different. Mm-hmm. Back to Hulu. I care way more about anyhow, Hulu than Facebook. Oh, thanks. Uh, anyhow, so I got Hulu, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I can watch old episodes of YouTube. And then they're like, hey, we. <laughs> That was the first thing. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, sign me up." And then that's an interesting question. What was the first thing on Hulu? And then I was like, "Oh, you can watch things uh, the day after they air." I was like, "Oh, that's great, cool." Mm-hmm. So now I maybe okay. I'll get caught up. I'll start watching The Simpsons. Simpsons starting a new season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I watched it, and I said, "Oh no, nope." Yeah. Nope, I'm done. This is it. I'm done. I'm yep. not gonna watch another. It's sad episode. I'm like, oh, this is. I haven't watched Simpsons for like four years, yeah. something like that. And it's like, oh well, I don't need to do this mm-hmm. at all, at all. Don't need it. Yeah, I mean, I did. I walked away from the Simpsons around the same time. I can't remember specifically sure. when it was, but it, I mean, it was one of those. Were things. you in college when you walked away? Yeah, I think I. I think I actually around that Hulu time. I probably gave it a shot again. Around that Hulu. Time. You're like, I'm gonna like, oh, okay, I'll walk around, yeah. or like, I'll figure it out and like, give it a shot again. Right. But um, yeah. Then watching it was like, it's kind of stale. It's kind of like the same it's, episode over and over again. Yeah. Um, I don't know shows that I've walked away from. I've walked away from Bob's Breakers. I mean, did you? I mean, I I think I watched three seasons, and I said, I think I get it. 
Well, and I think I, I get it, guys. Okay. Well, and so Bob's Burgers is interesting because I, I like that first three, four season run. I remember that came out again. That was on Hulu. Fox yeah. and Hulu have Fox, a or... nice tie and everything yeah. like that. But I remember like my buddy of mine told me like, "Hey, you got to watch this show, Bob's Burgers. It's funny. It's good." I'm like, mm. "All right, cool. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Whatever." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's fun." And then it had like two or three seasons or however many it had. Mm-hmm. And you watch and you're like, "Oh, that's fine." Yeah, it's good. I like it. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was we were touring musicians at the time. Like we were doing other things. I wasn't watching a lot of television anyway. You know, like I, I was just reading a lot more books. I was reading a lot more books. Um, no, I just like just kind of left it there. And then every once in a while, like when in, like we'd realize new seasons were out or something like that, we'd give it a shot yeah. and maybe rewatch it. And then I feel like it was the lull of the animation, honestly, that like mm. it took so long to make a new season. Because I think yeah. actually, if you look at the episode, uh, the episode listing of each season. There's there's uh, definitely the ebb and flow of like, you're going to get a first season run. Hey, your first season wasn't so strong. You're going to get a limited second season. We're sure. going to see how that does. And then when the third season, maybe the fourth season finally hit, they're like, okay, now you get to do you know total Whatever. episodes all the time. So there was a little bit of lull, I guess. And I, I don't really remember the specific timeline. But I remember getting burnt out on the episodes that were available of yeah. Bob's Burgers. I was like, okay. But then literally like, you know, five six seasons passed and i'm like oh wow i'm shocked there's 10 seasons of bob's burgers no they're still shit. doing it i know they're still doing it. i'm like well i guess i gotta i'll, I'll give it a shot yeah. get caught up and i got caught up and i was like that show they're still just doing fun stuff like yeah they're just still taking chances i mean i always look at like i mean specifically the bob's burgers the amount of people that they have come in and do voices i'm always like oh bill Hader's here i love that yeah I will love, forte I love absolutely I will forte. you know uh Key and Peel come in, sure, great. You know, I think Wanda Sykes was on one. Like, and there's just a number of people. A lot of How old much Mad do TV. You love Wanda Sykes. I don't mind Wanda Sykes. I don't know. I don't like. Would I pay to go see her perform? I don't think so. Wanda Sykes coming to town. How much? What are you paying? Mm, I don't know if I'm paying to go see Wanda Sykes. Oh, you're looking for comp tickets to go see Wanda yeah, Sykes. I mean, Paula Poundstone's coming to our town, <laughs> and I, I don't. I'm like, I can't. I don't think. <laughs> Why I, would Who's who's watching Paula Poundstone? Right, and I was just like, "Oh man, I was making jokes about it the other night." I'm like, "Oh, you guys gonna go watch Paula Poundstone?" And then I'm like, "Oh, like, oh no, I've heard that she's really sad now." Even what do you mean now? (laughs) Yeah, even for Dubuque, that's that's too like we're too far removed from her being uh, right popular. I don't like. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, why would anybody who's I mean trying to remember. Hey, she was a great guest on Win, Lose, or Draw, <laughs> right? Huh? Like, guys? I almost want to go just to see how many people show up. Like, I, if I could, who's showing up for Paula Poundstone? If I could pay five dollars just to peek inside the room and see who's there, I'll pay Dan. I'll pay you five dollars. Just let me crack want, the door open, door open. Just give me. Let me do. Dude, there's like quicker. thirty people in there. There's thirty people. There's <laughs> supposed to be four thousand. There's somebody like, said that she's really sad doing like just like is bitter about COVID. Oh. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's. Would I like like to see Paula Poundstone just be depressed on stage talking about how shitty COVID is for 45 minutes? No. Maybe. Really? Yeah, I just like, like. What's the perspective on shitty and how it's like all like, played out? Oh, guys, how I can't believe people are. How stupid! I'm. Gu- I, I'm guessing. I'm, yeah. Well, the other night was an interesting. If we could impromptu <laughs> do a Paula Poundstone bit. <laughs> About COVID. Oh, I don't know. Can you believe you, these morons? Here's the these deal. These morons. 
I couldn't tell you a single good Paula Poundstone bit ever in I, my life. I just remember a lot of raised eyebrows. Mm. I just remember her like wearing vests. That's and about shoulder it. pads. And shoulder pads. Yeah. Ooh, oh, sure. Yeah. 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 No, so Saturday night. She had a lot of like the holding the microphone up real close to her oh. mouth and going like, whoa. She had like some weird vocalization stuff too, right? Yeah. Oh. Like leaning into the front row of like, no. What are you guys looking at? I don't hear. I'm going to go and say, I don't think I've ever seen actually a Paula Poundstone set ever in my life. I'm guessing it's all been Hollywood Squares mm-hmm. and Win, Lose, or Draw. Well, this guy. <laughs> you know? I saw, I, I remember from the deep reaches of my brain of watching comedy central stand-up skits in the during the daytime you saw like a 15 minute and it it took a long time for me to connect the dots of like oh that's paula poundstone oh that's supposed to be funny that's i remember her she was a lady that talked on television and it was the only thing that i was like i guess i'll watch this yeah bruce valanche i mean well it was her doing stand-up and stuff like that so i just (sighs) remember that's where i remember a lot of like the she just raised her eyebrows a bunch and she held the microphone really up close to her mouth. That's me and uh, John Stewart. John Stewart's Daily Show. Yeah. That for me, I stopped watching. Cause that was the show I gave up on. That was another one. Because like, like half the half the jokes were John Stewart going. Yeah. <laughs> it became a character of itself for sure. And so I'm like, I don't I don't. Yeah. The, where's the jokes? Yeah, there was definitely, it was that time period. I, I think uh, Scrubs is another show that yeah. I gave up on. Um, it just got to a point where I was like, uh, again, if the show's not progressing and doing anything, you know, that's going to, I, I don't want to watch the same thing over and over again. I like when a show takes a chance. I like, like the progression, I know we talked about South Park a lot here, but like mm-hmm. well, the progression of South Park is very visible. Like they, you can tell they're getting bored and making it and they want to get canceled and they're just taking chances. Like might as well. Fuck it. Yeah. And they're like, well, f- fuck you. If you don't like the fact that we're going to do like a complete remake of the heavy metal movie from 1981. Fuck. You know, like, <laughs> There's no context for it. a movie I've never watched, by the way. In, in neither have I. But there's a shot. In the but anim- you know. But I know I know the animation from it, yeah. you know. Um, what was another one they did where it was like, um, well, they did a reference to the thing. They did that okay. when everyone had lice and everything like that. It was like. Sure. This has no context to what's going on. So you like, uh, like um, community. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. I mean, community is great. I didn't, I didn't give up on community. I, I never gave up on community. I watched that into the Yahoo years. Did you watch year. it on Yahoo? Yeah, I did watch it. On I Yahoo. watched it on Yahoo yeah. as well. Yep. On my iPad, I watched it on Yahoo. There was another, there was a space program as well. I didn't watch anything else on Yahoo. There was a space program that I watched as program. well. Program. Program. Yeah, space was, program. I'm trying to remember what it was Wilford called. Wilford Brimley with that one here. It was called something. I don't remember what it was called. But it's, again, like a show like that. It, it doesn't give up. It's not giving sure. up on, on being innovative. Even if, it gets, if it's getting bored, it's going to reference it, you know. Mm. Um, it's, it's sad to see a show that you love. I mean, we were earlier I mean, talking about Seinfeld. Like, when, when you're talking about, like, the A season, you can kind of see that, like, the not the wheels are falling off, but kind of the wheels are falling off a little bit. I don't know. Like, it just didn't, f- like, the eighth season of Seinfeld doesn't feel right. They're, like... From the get-go, from the opening scene of the yeah. first season, I'm like squinting my eyes. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. There's something clearly happening that I don't understand. So recently, um, this is kind of, it's, it's along the same lines, because I think this can be applied to movies too, where 
there are movies I've I've seen at different points in time in my life, and I'm like, I remember enjoying that. Yeah. But the context of which I can completely uh, completely give to it that it's like it might have just been a time and a place. I have a very hard time saying this is a good movie that you should watch. I'm have a, like even with like, my wife, like when we're going through trying to find a movie, I'm like, well, I saw this movie a long time ago. I have a hard time saying it's going to hold up. So like the other night we got back, we played a show and, you know, we're, I, I think the term is gig gig. Yes. History. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we did a gig. So yeah. we were, we were, it was uh, simply a paid performance. Um, but anyway, we, so we got back and we we're like, that's a gig. That's a gig. You know, it's not a show. No one was there to see us. Um, but we, no one yeah, there were people there to see us. But anyway, um, we, Did Paula Poundstone show up. No, not that I would recognize. <laughs> this one goes <laughs> out to Paula Poundstone. If you could, like, I would give you $5 right now. If you could pick Paula Poundstone out of a lineup. I could pick Paula, Paula, uh, Paula Poundstone out of a lineup. I could. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I could. Yeah, I could. But anyway, so, anyway, we, so we, we, got, we got back and we're like, well, let's watch. We're like, we're going to watch a movie. Put on a movie. Because I know I'll stay up for my wife will fall asleep. Yeah. But she's like, you know, like, what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch like whatever? And she's like, just something that's not long. And we're just scrolling through and I find the movie Grandma's Boy. All right. Okay. So Grandma's Boy, I remember being a movie that came out. I was like, that movie looks fucking stupid. Yes. It looks fucking stupid. And I operated that way until I visited my buddy. Madison, Wisconsin, and we got really Gorgeous. drunk, and I woke up very hungover the next day, and did not want to move off the couch, and just kind of just sat there, and we just turned on the TV, and then like, I don't know how we ended up on it, but it just ended up like a third of the way into Grandma's Boy, yeah, and you know you're just kind of like a patient, just kind of lying there, just like, I guess I'll just watch this. This looks this fucking stupid, right? And then by the time I got like halfway through, I was like, it's not horrible. It's not. And then by the time you get done, you're like, that wasn't bad. That was actually much better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Fast forward 20 years, you know, oh. or, or not, not 20 years, 15 and not, years. And you're sitting at home, laying in bed, laying in bed. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is a movie that I know is a short. Mm, and then yes. B, if you fall asleep to it, I don't think you're going to lose out on anything. Yes. Um, and if any, <laughs> like if it sucks within the first 15 minutes, we'll know for sure. And then and then we and then we can move on and do something like we can watch something else if we need to, right? Right. All these factors, I'm like, and I think I know is... we both like Nick Swordson. <laughs> well, I do like Nick Swordson a lot, actually. And I forgot that he was Nick in it Swartzen. so much, and he wrote it. He wrote part of it too. Oh no shit! Well, yeah. that, I mean, listen, those scenes, his race car bed scene. Yeah. <laughs> well, know, Nick Swartzen's a, a Vikings fan, so him and I, we are, yeah. Yeah, and you both like cocaine and and beer and alcohol. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, bloat. He's bloated, man. Well, he he had to he like did got, he pull back? Yeah, he got really fucking sick. Apparently, yeah. he got like administered to the hospital and everything. Too. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, so he's a uh, <laughs> rightfully so reining it in. You know, <laughs> good hearing some of the stories about him and like <sighs> I just would he got like comped like tickets to the Vikings or something like that. Like, cause he's a big Vikings fan and everything. And they like, he just didn't show up to the game. And they're like, Hey, what's going on? You know? Anyway. So anyway, we watch, we watch grandma's, you boy. watch grandma's boy. And I'm like, I was so happy that it was like, it lived up to my very, <laughs> very, very modest very expectations, expectations about what this would be. And then to the, my wife's credit, like she watched it. She was like, cause she started like going off doing other things. I'm like, 
okay, you got to give yourself to it a little bit. Like, it's easy to dismiss this movie as being shitty. It, but sure. if you never watch it, then you can't really have anything to base it off. Of. Like I like I understand. Did you force your wife to stop doing laundry and watch Grandma's? No, Boy? it's it's like it was like going downstairs. That's what I'm hearing. It was like going downstairs to like heat up food. I'm like I'm like I just pause and she's like you don't have to pause and I'm like I mean come on like I don't want to as much as I don't want you to be pissed off that we're watching this movie. I also don't want to describe to you why this is happening or why this is funny because there's certain little jokes that are set up. Not, and she she said like, oh, does he go and live with his grandma and then hilarity ensues? I'm like, yes. I don't think the movie's giving you anything else other than that. This is this is a stance I'm going to take, and mm-hmm. I and I firmly believe in it, and I want to put it out there. I don't want you to pause the movie when I leave the room. I I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessary. Well, you okay? And I'm going to say this to you: you can connect the dots as to why something's I'm, happening, and you're I, never going to ask a question. I feel like I'm smart enough to yep. know what the fuck's happened. From and it's point not, a don't say B. that. Don't say that. Don't say smart enough. Just say you've watched enough movies that you no, can I fill understand, in the gaps. I understand how movies work. Yes. Don't pause the movie yes. on my behalf. And I, that's the same level. That's the same criteria I have when I leave the room. I will. I have slept through enough movies <laughs> in film school. I can write a paper on this real I quick. I can understand what's going on. That, like we, we would go and we'd go and hang out with my. My wife, on the other hand, I want to pause it. With my, my, we'd go with my in-laws. And we, we, we like we'd hang out and watch a movie with them, and anytime anybody. So between the four of us, there's four of us, yeah, watching a movie, yeah. And somebody at some point would get up and go get go to the bathroom right. or go get a snack or whatever, yeah. and just a collective m- movie that you guys have never seen before, or a movie that you guys a have collective seen before? movie that we've never seen before. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and immediately pause. Really, brother-in-law, just pause immediately. Just. Pause in the movie every single. I'm like, it's gonna take us four hours to watch this goddamn movie. This, what are we, guys? It's like, and I would get up. Uh, Don't pause the movie on my behalf, please. Just keep going. Yeah, I'm like, I, in the t- thirty seconds to a minute is gonna take for me to go to the fridge and get a beer mm-hmm. and come back. I don't feel like there's some kind of weird linchpin to the plot mm-hmm. that I'm going to miss out, especially while we're watching Hotel Rwanda. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to miss it. It's yeah. okay. Don Cheadle's going to become War Machine. It, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I get it. He gets a suit from Iron Man at the it end. It drives me fucking bonkers. Well, and I understand that because I, I operate the same way. I'm like, when I leave a room, I'm like, oh, you continue to watch. It's fine. Please. I will, I will, even if I didn't see what's going on, I will piece it together. I'll be able to figure it out. And I won't ask you what happened. You know, that's the thing when my wife goes in leaves a room, like, especially when it's a comedy where it's and this was a good example of it, like where there's little subtle visual things that like need to be played out, like. I oh, don't she missed know. the whole scene of uh, I don't know Grandma Boy jerking off to Lara Croft. She know? did miss that scene. She did actually miss that <laughs> and scene. And so when he pulls out the doll and says, "Oh, you're so dirty," but that's not that's not uh, you know she, it's completely lost on her. And yeah, like it she, was. And you she, you are describing <laughs> an exact point that she completely missed. And I didn't say like, hey, by the way, you need to watch this part, right? You rewind this, and oh, watch this. this. Is, this, is right? good, this is good. But part. when you come into a movie and you're like, I don't know if I really even want to watch this. This looks stupid. Which I was initially yeah. in, right? Yeah. And if I wasn't comatose on a couch watching it, I would have also just moved on. I gave myself to it, and I was like, Ew, I was pleasantly surprised. So I like that opening scene, by the way. But Grandma's Boy opening scene was good. Grandma's Boy, I say, is a good movie and probably one of the better Happy, uh, happy, what, Madison. happy Madison movies, if not, 
yeah. I would venture to say maybe the best. But anyway, she <laughs> at the end of it, she fucking loved it. She was like, oh, this is great. Mm. This is much. I'm like, yeah, it was a good little fucking For a movie. stoner comedy, it's okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, uh, for me, so my. <laughs> it's a simple story. And I'm, I'm not saying it's Citizen Kane, but again, like, when, yeah. it, you know, when it's midnight I've, and you I've, just want to you know, watch a movie before you go to bed. I rewatched it, but not really. I stopped like two thirds of the way in. And how long ago? Huh? Within like the past month and a half. No shit. Yeah. Where where um, did you stop it? Because yeah, you did have the Laura. It's the two thirds. It's two thirds. But like when is is what's better, Grandma's Boy or Red Notice? (sighs) (laughs) Probably Grandma's Boy because I've watched it more than once. And you would probably watch it again if you needed to. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, I got two thirds of the way through, and then when the actual like plot happened, plot mm-hmm. happens with, I don't know, the uh, video game developing. Oh, they're stupid little plot points. I mean, it's no with the stealing with the stealing yeah, yeah. the stealing of his video game mm-hmm. to buy the dumbass guy, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh well, this is like from here on out is just story. Yeah, just tie it all up. It's all story. You did me- probably miss. There was a funny. I mean, there's a couple funny lines in there, but like, no. The the, the Nick Swartzen is the star of the movie. He's a he's fucking fantastic. When he's holding court after getting laid by the old elderly lady, well, I, I do a, think that's. Hilarious. I mean, that's a well, and it's just, early Jonah Hill. If not, one well, of yeah, the, that's like way super way early, super early Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. And I'm like sucking oh. on a tit. I'm like, oh hey, that's the kid who tried to buy shoes in Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, yep. Huh. It's grandma's boy is a funny thing because like I was at my like my sister in law's house, different sister in law, okay, and watching balloon porn though, but still watching balloon porn. Uh, no, her two like her two kids who might have been in high school, they're like, hey, this is this is funny, and they like mm-hmm. kept quoting shit from. I'm like, that's a dumb stoner comedy. I am a sophisticated twenty five year old man. <laughs> I am not watching this. You took a stance. Yes. It's like no, you, they're like it's really good because they're fucking dumb, yeah. fucking I mean, teenagers. Really good is relative, you know. <laughs> <to> you. <laughs> and like, I know both of them, and like, I I know them, and I think I understand them, mm-hmm. and I think I know where they're coming right. from. And I'm like, um, no, well, I, I I don't trust your opinion on movies, guys. Sorry. Oh, totally. But this is after you know, and I had that same opinion about the movie, and again, like. I'm not saying it's Citizen Kane. Yeah, you know, I don't, actually, no, I don't like Citizen Kane very much. Anyway, I but anyway, um, of course you would. Um, but like, we we experienced the Adam Sandler movie barrage and the bonanza, and we were in the in the we age were in the demographic. Thick, we were in the thick of it. Yeah, we were in the thick of the Adam Sandler barrage, and the by the time Grandma's Boy came out. I was over the Adam Sandler yeah. movies. And so when I saw the same troop of guys and it was, you know, the same bits. Sure. Or it presumably seemed like the same bits. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm, I, I don't need to. I, you know, be, I, I can't remember. I think I saw, I, th- I know I saw Waterboy in theaters. I, I might have seen Big Daddy in theaters. I know. I think I watched Big Daddy in theaters. I think I saw Mr. Deeds in the theater. I might have seen Mr. Deeds in the I theater. I want to say too. I watched. I want to say I watched Waterboy and Mr. Deeds with like my dad. Yeah, I think bonding moment. Real bonding moment. <laughs> I don't know. I think no. I think Mr. Deeds was just like, when your dad just like goes over like hey, that guy. He used to be the funds and uh, 
and happy days. We just loved, we like, my father loved watching movies. Like, yeah. I- I- any excuse for him to go. Movies that you liked to also watch? Or? No, not necessarily. Okay. I, I don't think they were even movies he liked to watch, quite frankly. Or I just, think he just liked going to the theater. Okay. Like, that was just That's his. interesting. That was just his thing. I like, I, I mean, go, like going and watch movies. Yeah. Anyhow, so oh, I got to wrap this up before I get too far Sorry. away from it. So, dumbass teenage boys. Yeah. They're like, as we're leaving, hand me a fucking DVD that they burned off themselves of a fucking oh, Grandma's boy? Of, Grandma's boy. <laughs> of a fucking rip. <laughs> fucking a good rip or a, a I, it was good enough for me. Like yeah. on the fucking DVDs, scrawl on fucking Sharpie. Grandma's That's boy. Hilarious. I'm, fucking, I'm fucking all right. I'll How old were they at this point? I mean, they're fucking. They're probably like 13, 14? No, pro- I mean probably. F- 13 16 something like okay. that and i'm like they're right <laughs> they're like they're kind of giving you the band they just here, found and you're like you oh yeah i, I saw no. that band a long time ago i'm kind of over them I'm like, and I'm no, like but their new shit's good no 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 i'm like okay all right that's that, that's really then, sweet then, that's really sweet so i'm like well i guess they went to, they went to the trouble yeah. i guess bless their heart yeah. and i watch it and i'm like well, this is better than I was expecting. Yeah, and there's some good bits in there. Like I, like I said, the the, the opening scene between whoever that dude is, yeah, and the, the other dude, mm-hmm. and both, Rob Schneider, and then Rob Schneider walks in. Oh, it smells like uh, it smells like a Cypress Hill concert in here. Yeah, <laughs> in a you know a vague foreign accent, a vague foreign accent. He's Middle talking. Eastern foreign accent. I think he's. I don't know if he was trying to, to be, be like. Lebanese yeah. or, or something like that. One of those innocuous just, uh, foreign countries that yeah. Rob Schneider can play. I just I, I love that bit of like he's sitting there and the moving guys are just sitting there. Uh, one of them's Kevin. One of them's Kevin Nash, a professional wrestler. Oh no shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just an early like just early like, Kevin Nash. Uh, well, I mean, he was well, very successful professional wrestler mm. at the time. Just sitting there eating chips. Yeah, he was like, the Rock before the Rock. And he's like, "Hey, why the fuck are you in my house?" Yeah. Oh, we're moving all your shit out. <laughs> you haven't paid your rent. And then just something about like the reoccurring bit being like hookers. Like also, uh, yeah. I find to be like Filipino hookers. Yeah. I just, I love Filipino hookers yeah. so much. They said I could stay there. That yeah. was a fun little bit too. It's <laughs> yeah. like, well, they, where it's, are you going to stay? Well, they said I could stay at the, <laughs> the place. Like, it's, oh, it's a funny idea. The yeah. idea of that you get evicted because your roommate took all your rent money and spent it on Filipino hookers. I feel like that's not that's a bad a place good, That's start. a good sentence. Yep. That's a good sentence. Yep. Uh, and then the rest of it, like literally, I'm like, oh, and I was watching it. Like I'd come home and I'd be tired and drunk or whatever. And be like, oh, well, I guess I'm, I mean this, when this last rewatch. Okay. And then I was going to say this is a multiple. Like yeah. I do this like once every three every, months or every so. Three like months, every I just come like, home. I just come, I'm come home. I'm on a bender and I just, Guess I'm watching Grandma's Boy. At least I'm not living with my grandma. Yeah, I'm not living with my grandma. I'm sleeping on the couch though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, Grandma's Boy. It's, oh, he has a bedroom, in in yeah. his grandma's house. But. I love that song though. Like in the montage where he's cleaning the house. Okay. I don't know. I don't remember. Who I might have gone to the bathroom at that time. <sighs> you should have paused the movie. And, well, anytime a montage happens, like I get it. I, this is a it, good time for me to go to the bathroom. It had a good song. I'm sure it did. Yeah. It, I, it might have been Wolfgang, <laughs> or like Wolfgang, like Amadeus. Yeah, Amadeus, Amadeus. No, 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 no. Wolfgang, Amadeus, Mozart. No, what's the what's who's the like indie band? Uh, 
Wolfpack? Not Wolfpack. Not Wolfpack. I fucking love <laughs> oh, Wolfpack. Uh, as far as jam bands go, Wolfpack. I would, <laughs> I would pay twenty dollars before I'd pay twenty dollars to see uh, Paula Poundstone. Uh, I, uh, Wolfgang Amadon. Not a uh, Wolf Mother. Well, not 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 Wolf. First Mother. off, it also it also has Linda Cardellini in it, and I am very much in love with Linda Cardellini. She can do no. She's wrong. great. She can yeah. She can do no wrong in my world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, We're gonna find a soundtrack here. Hold on. Uh yeah, I'm trying to remember. No, who's the guys who did Wolf? Nineteen Twelve was the name of the album, right? Like an indie album had a bomb on it. It had a bomb on it, apparently. Uh, hold on, we're here. Uh, we're getting there. The Future Heads. Uh, Fisher Spooner. Uh, that's probably right. They did a lot. Mm. Apex Twins. The Mooney Suzuki? Uh, I don't think so. That was so. a... Who's... 1912. Not Vampire Weekend. No. Block Party, maybe? No. <laughs> you know, you're just, now you're just reading Lollapalooza <laughs> lineups. Well, there's... Block Party was on there. Where? Yeah. Keep going down. Block Party was on here. VHS uh, or Beta? I fucking saw it. Oh, yeah. Block Party. Helicopter. Was that the song you're thinking of? Fucking Fido. It's the fucking montage. Just like look up on YouTube. Oh my god. Grandma boy, grandma's boy cleaning montage. (laughs) Did you know before we uh, started talking that you're gonna before like grandma's boy cleaning cleaning montage? montage. Just to figure out what fuck people are screaming. They're screaming at the top of their fuck. Well, there's two. There's this the band I was trying to remember. Yeah, like uh, the 1912. The thing is, is, is it even important enough to be on YouTube? Yes. Uh, I don't think it is. The best of JP. I don't want the best of JP. Oh, no. I think you're going to have to go to Amazon. Go Amazon go Prime and, and fucking pull up the fucking God scene. We're going to have to go this deep. How dare it be not that important? It was a good cleaning montage, too. <laughs> there was a dead cat. That was a fun bit. Come on. Bit. Uh, I got to go with my watch again. I well, guess. No, just no. Go just search. Easy now. Just search. Oh, oh, oh there it is. You got to go all the way down. You. The last thing you watched was Avengers and then Heels. No, no, no. I put Avengers on to write music to because I just needed something on. By the way, like. The oh, whole, look at this. Look at me. Like Nate's grandma. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a good little. Who is this? Who is that? Uh, uh, We're going to. I uh, try cast. Try try going to the cast here. Okay. No 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 no. I know. No, no. I see what you're saying. It's not there. Okay. Uh, close Kevin out. Cl- 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 close out. Sometimes it'll sh- it'll show you. Yeah, I know. I think is this on is this stars or. You Hold can on. never win. We're going to go to the beginning. Yeah. Cuz it should say That's good. Like, the band playing. With the band playing, yeah. The the X-ray on Stars movies is different from the Amazon Prime movies. It is, yeah. They should have We'll get back to this. Because I do really enjoy the X-ray of uh Amazon Prime movie. I like uh, It I'm is sh- 
a fantastic little widget. It's very, it's very, I'm guessing it's patented because otherwise that has, should have been stolen by Netflix. A million times over. Yeah. It should be licensed I'm guessing, out. I'm guessing it's, it's patented. And okay. they're probably not going to want to license it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, so here we are watching Grandma's Boy trying to figure yeah, out this I'm fucking gonna song. Play, I'm going to hear this fucking song. <laughs> uh, I need it. Come on. This is really going to be good. This is going to be good. Just a few chores. Oh, oh. <gasps> Doesn't say the fucking. Okay, I don't. Hold on, we can deduce this. This is a we can deduce this from this. I don't need to need you. Yep, we can do this. Uh, Meantime, I don't know. Hold on, we're gonna do this. We're gonna figure this out. Get it going, please. Okay, I'll just do all the work and talk at the same time. Okay, that's fine. No, no, I'm okay. We know it's put. No, we know it's not pushing. I think it's this. I think it's meantime. Meantime by is, the future heads. Yep, I think this is what it is. Okay, so we're gonna go meantime, future heads. We're gonna get to the bottom of this. We gotta get to the bottom of this. Yep, that already okay. looks like it. That well, yeah, with a fucking telephone. With it. Nope. No. Damn it. No. Okay. Well, we should make this a game. Okay. So I I was wrong here. Now okay. you go to the next one. What do you think? Dance to the underground? Probably not. I'm a, I would say probably Natural Disaster by Fisher Spooner. Okay, we're gonna go Natural Disaster, Fisher Spooner here. I'm get like that's what I'm guessing, because I think that looks. If I were to guess a band who'd play the song from, well, I think you're gonna be cleaning, wildly from uh, cleaning surprised with what Fisher Spooner sounds like. Okay. This is an ad playing, it, so this doesn't really loud. matter. But it this is for thoughts. Adobe, so it's fine. Yeah. No. Oh, hold on. Keep going. Okay. Is it? This oh, is not a. Good. Apex Twins, Window Looker. Yeah, this is not this a. Is, this is really good. Whatever this is. Okay. Um, let's think here. Dun, 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 dun. I'm going to deduce all the Fisher Spooner stuff because. Oh, um, was this? I think this is the introduction of JP in this song. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Turn it off. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. No one ever fucking heard that. I'm going to go uh, Little, Girl. Little Girl by the Daylights. Daylights. Okay. Mm-hmm. God, if we don't find this in the next couple two ones, we've got to just move on. Well, no, you just need to, like... All right, so... Mm. No. Motherfucker, no. That's not okay. the right one. All right. Okay, okay. Uh, golly. Mm. Here, let's hear it again. Let's hear a little bit of it. I think we just need to type in... Uh, we just need to type in the lyrics. Hopefully... No, let's listen to the hook. You make, make no, no mistake. Mistakes. Okay, so like I think there was a song called No Mistakes. Mm, hit me again. Holler helicopter headlines. Push it. Can't kick it. Is it towards it? Is it like it? Okay, no mistakes. Sorry. Okay. 
let's listen. We're going to go back and listen to the final. Okay. Oh, mistakes. You Learn smoking a joint? Not to take. I wanted to get a takedown notice because of my singing, but in the end, never you gonna, can never, never win. win. Okay, so now we got it. All right. Never, never win. win. Fisher Spoon. It is Fisher Spoon. Oh, All right. Damn it. Okay. I was going to say. It feels like a Fisher Spooner song if I've ever I I've won't. ever heard one. <laughs> you know, apparently I have multiple times. Right, well Fisher Spooner. Uh, Fisher Spooner never heavily wins. featured on uh on the Grandma's Boy soundtrack and now you know. And so these are things you can <laughs> now tell you people know the rest of this when story. when you're out and about and you're like, "Hey, did you know Fisher, Fisher Spooner? Spooner? They're on a lot of like the Grandma's Boy soundtrack." You guys ever know Grandma's Boy it was actually one of the more underrated uh, you know, <laughs> Happy Madison, Happy Madison productions. productions and stuff. And yeah, let's go through. Let's let's just stay on this. You want to stick with uh, Happy Madison? I want to. I want to look at the Happy Madison because I, I recently did this with um, the uh, Gary Sanchez Productions, which is now defunct, which is sad. Noted. Um, duh. Will Ferrell and Adam McKay had a had a breakup. But oh, really? Yeah. Did you not hear? Oh no, I didn't. No. So apparently, they are making a. Um, yeah. A uh, a production, uh, a movie about, or I think it's an HBO series about the um, 1980s Lakers. Okay. Okay. And and Will Ferrell is like, I if I'm not playing Magic Johnson, no, I cannot be, be support this movie. Jerry Buss. I don't so, know who Jerry Buss is, but Jerry Buss was the general manager of the, in a former famous basketball player. Uh, oh, really? Of the Los Angeles Lakers, hmm. and it, it's interesting because Adam McKay casted John C. Riley over Will Ferrell for the car- the role of Jerry Buss. That's a problem. And here's the kicker. That's why they broke up. Because he didn't tell Will Ferrell that he's going to uh, cast John C. Riley. John C. Riley reached out to Will Ferrell and said, hey, sorry, I know this is going to be hard. It's going to be a real sting. But because Adam McKay didn't reach out to uh, Will Ferrell, they're he's done. Like, that's it. Isn't That's that a crazy? breaking point? And he's and this is apparently a year and a half in the making. This is not this is not recent. Like mm. apparently emails have been sent and never responded to. Like that, uh, I get that. Uh, I mean, Will Ferrell's a big uh, big Los Angeles Laker fan. I mean, I'm sure it would be a passion project. <laughs> I don't know if you watched any of the the Therapist Next Door. I have or the Shrink Next no, Door. No, the Shrink Door. No, I haven't. Um, look, when Will Ferrell goes straight. And he, I fucking love it. I still one of my favorite performances by him is Everything Must Go. Everything Must Go is a good movie. I love that. I'm glad I, mean, you, I watched it. Did you? Yeah, I watched it. Did you like it? Yeah, I said I liked it. Oh, okay. Jesus. Well, you never told me. Well, why would I tell you? I know. Why Jeez. Would you, why would you ever do that? I got to tell you about all my balloon porn fetishes first. I never wanted to follow up. I guess I just was like, oh, you know, rude. This is like saying somebody to watch a movie. It's like I don't need you to like it in order for me to like it more. Mm. Right. Just like if you might enjoy it. And if you enjoy it, that's great. I don't need we don't need to talk about it anymore. Okay. So Okay. Jeez. Stranger than fiction? Uh you know no, I never did. That's set on my like Netflix oh, DVD queue list forever. You never watched Stranger no, Than Fiction? No. I, okay. No. Well, if you liked Everything Must Go, I think you'll like Stranger Than Fiction. Um uh, the Shrink Next Door, listening to Ad, uh Will Ferrell just have a Jewish accent is hilarious. I mean, it's good. It's not offensive. Okay, but, I mean, it stars the sexiest man in the world right now. So yeah, you know. Paul Rudd's a good-looking man. Yeah, it's fine. Would you make out with Paul Rudd? Mm, no, because I don't like beards. 
Oh. It's a whole thing. Would you let him softly stroke your chest? Mm, depends on, did he buy me dinner? I mean, I imagine like a couple of drinks in, mm, in no. any scenario. I mean, I guess I don't know. I'd have to be in the situation. Okay. I don't All know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the shrink next door is okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's it's slow. It's slow. But it's a series, though, right? Yeah, I, mean, I I went into it. I thought it was a movie, honestly. Uh, yeah. The way it was presented initially, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is a movie." And, um, but it's it's fine. I mean, I haven't picked up. I think we watched two episodes, and then I haven't picked yeah. it up it ever since. So, I also also thought that it was a slow burn. It's leading up to something much bigger. But uh, oh, okay, let's get back to the meat and potatoes of this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, okay. Of Happy, Happy Madison. Happy Madison. Okay. I want to ask. I want to ask okay. you a question because I just saw the list. Okay. Do you know the first? Happy Madison production. Was it the Overboard movie starring Adam Sandler? I have him on a cruise ship. No, but that would have been a, like I a never, stu- I, ne- I never watched that movie, uh, and rightfully so. But that would have been it's Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler just like going uh, like a shoulder shrug. Like I guess I'm going to be Andy Samberg for the next thirty years. Was, um, well, yeah, I mean, and vice before, versa. Before, Andy before Sam him, Sam. yeah, that's what he's saying. That's why it was pulled poignant. Do you ever watch a? Uh, that's my boy. That was a Happy Madison movie, no doubt. Never watched that movie in my life. Don't want to. Anyway, the first one. Okay. To guess. Come on. It's a production okay. company. This is so a la Gary Sanchez. Okay. okay. So the first big movie. Just the first one was, they did. I mean, it was, I mean, it was Billy a Madison. Semi-big movie, but it wasn't. I, mean that's, it, the, that's, I nope. mean, that's the first one I can think of. No? I don't know. No? Okay. You ready to have your mind blown? Show me. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Well, fuck. Oh, of course. This yeah, is, yeah. That's why I was trying to get you uh, in yeah, that headspace of like, right. yeah. this is after they've set the standard of what it is. <laughs> oh, good news. I was like, is the animal, I mean, speaking of Rob Schneider, is the animal on there? Because that's all I need to hear. Yeah. Starring uh, whatever the, the hot chick from season two of uh, Survivor was. <laughs> A movie I've never seen. That one I watched animal. just because I did. I really didn't like Little Nicky, and I didn't want to watch Little Nicky, and then I watched Little Nicky. Didn't really want to watch Joe Dirt. I didn't like Joe Dirt. Like the idea of Joe Dirt, I wasn't interested. What did I think you? My wife was the like was the one who made me watch Joe Dirt. Did you like Joe Dirt after you watched it? It was okay. Yeah, it was all right. It's fine because we have some people in our crew that you know really <laughs> like Joe Dirt. Who likes really likes Joe Dirt? Who really likes Joe. I mean. Give me an initial. You give you get KG on uh, on Joe <laughs> Dirt. Oh, and I I, I think Joe Dirt's a fine little movie. Like, I I would venture. I I don't know. I'd have to rewatch Joe Dirt. Talk about another movie you're scared to watch because I'm like uh, I don't know if this is gonna hold up. Um, but what is your? I want to go through this. What is your favorite movie of the Happy Madison Productions? Of the Happy Madison. Productions, and I'm gonna Ooh. remove Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Okay, <laughs> that's off the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, um, because it's tough. Oh golly! And this is a very successful production company. Yeah, this is it's it's all over here. Um, oh golly! Gun to your head. Did you know they made a Joe Dirt too? I like that sounds familiar. I feel like that was a straight to video release or for a streaming company. Where was Joe? Where's Joe Dirt? Crackle. You're Crackle. right. Okay. I, I feel like that was made for a streaming. Company. That's why budget's not available and, and box office. <laughs> box office is not available. Good news. Paul Wolf directed that. Wow. I mean, Fred Wolf. Fred Wolf. That guy. He. You want to talk about a dude who's like been around? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna need an answer from you. 
Okay. Uh, nope. 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 It's tough. It's really tough. I got a couple that stick out that I'm like, they were better than I thought, but this is mostly garbage. I'm trying to think. Um... Bedtime stories, Mister. D- maybe Mister. Deeds. Maybe Mister. Deeds. Bedtime, like I, I watched bedtime stories, and I was like, "Oh, that wasn't like as a like a family friendly thing." Can I? I'll give you mine. Yeah. All right. So you're on. All right. What are you going with? I feel like the correct answer is click, but I never watched it. I just have heard so many people talk about how heartwarming it is. So my answer is, <coughs> I'll, I'm going to go tie. I'll, I'll say click and Grandma's Boy, honestly. In 2006. Grandma's, Grandma's Boy is all right. I, every so click, often. Click is a good movie. It is. It's really yeah. good. I, I remember the first time I watched it, it made me feel my feelings for sure. Whatever the heartstrings needed to be tugged on that was was done right. Yeah. Um, most of this is garbage. I, I thought mm-hmm. Bedtime Stories was like, uh, okay. I never watched Funny People. That felt like a movie like I should have watched. I, I can't. But I cannot I watch movies about cancer diagnosis. Like like mm. where like a terminal illness is involved. Yeah. Like what the big sick was another one that was mm. done. Um, what was the one that uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Seth Rogen did? Yeah. Um, I don't remember that. Any I know of, the name of that, though, is. Any of those. No, Seth Rogen was in Sh- Funny People. Yeah, but he was also in the Joseph Gordon-Levitt one, Was too. he? Yeah. The one where he's shaving Shaved his head. head. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're both in that one. Or, like, he's mm. in that one. But, and he is in Funny People, too. Uh, Funny People, as well. But Well, also, that's a Judd Apatow movie. Yeah, well. So I feel like that... Of movies I haven't seen, probably I should probably watch Funny People and and Click. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just hate watching movies where it's like, oh, this person was given a terminal diagno- diagnosis, and then we're just going to live in that. Okay, let's go let's for ro- an hour and a half. Let's roll through this real quick. Okay, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Have you seen that? Uh, unfortunately, yes. I don't. I I guess probably you could this, say that I've seen it. This is from me working at a movie uh, rental place. Yeah, though, like where we just put it on. I like, don't know if I've so actually fully seen it. Have I sat down and watched nothing but Do, Deuce Bigelow? I, no, no. I would say no for me. But uh, I've 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 been in the presence of it while it was playing. Uh, Little Nicky, I yeah, did. I did watch that. Joe Dirt. Yes, I would say yes. The animal, yes. No, I've never seen that. One. Mr. Deeds was Mr. in the Deeds theater. I think that, that was just a weird thing. We're just we were yeah. like, I guess we're gonna go watch this. It's all pre Netflix, everyone. Like, yeah, don't hold well, us. No, like it was like we were in Des Moines. Like I mean, this is O two. I'm in college, and like we were just in Des Moines. Dad's like, let's go watch a movie, and I'm like, I don't know. Mr. Deeds, the new uh, Adam I, Sandler I guess. movie's out. Master of Disguise. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was another Mister Movies watch. I, I had d- did not watch that one at all. That was like, oh sure, I guess we'll put this one in. We're looking at filling up time. Eight Crazy Nights. No, haven't watched nope. it. The Hot Chick. Nope. Nope. Anchor Management. I watched nope. that. I watched that. I remember there was maybe a, once. There was a, listen. It had a whole spinoff show starring fucking uh, uh, what's his name. They they made a whole TV yeah. show. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. And the thing was, it was like this was 
possibly going to be, it was very interesting. It was going to be the future of movies. I mean, of television where I, I remember who made, who made the anger management TV show. It wasn't, it wasn't Netflix FX. I believe. It was FX. Yeah. And they said, fuck it. We're going to go ahead and make 20 some episodes right now. And we're going to, like burn th- we're gonna just run through it we're gonna do it as fast as we can we're gonna like basically power our way through syndic to make it to syndication mm-hmm. for us to sell it we're gonna sit there and it's gonna be a fucking factory of fucking tv yep. and then it didn't it didn't work at all. it didn't work at all well it's not a, it's actually not a bad plan honestly it's like i mean it's like as where's far as the like, money at we're like why why the fuck not hey we'll do this we're gonna like put together a how quickly can we get to tv land a hundred episodes of pure garbage because it doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. got Charlie Sheen in it. Let's fucking go. Yep. And then it then it didn't happen. And that was also around the, uh, the aftermath of Two and a Half Men as well, which is not too far off from right. what the style of anger exactly. management was going to be. Exactly. Let's just get this the uh, syndication. Uh, I, I remember enjoying that. Also, just like Jack Nicholson, he can sell being a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Like he can do that. Uh, Dickie Roberts, former child star. Another Mr. Movies movie Did that you I watched. I. But again, this is like you put it on while you're working. I don't think I've actually truly. I'm. Well, I can't say I truly watched it. I've been in the presence of this movie. Maybe I have. Maybe I haven't. I don't know. That one's a mystery to me. Yeah. If I've actually seen it, it I, I just remember Nick Sh- Nick Swartzens is also is like heavily involved in that movie. He's he's a funny dude. The, the idea, there's the idea of like becoming an agoraphobic and not wanting to touch anything with your hands. I I think that that there's a bit there. Yeah, that can be funny. Nick Swartz and friend of the show, right? Friend of the show. Okay, we're gonna look him up on Cameo. See if he's available on Cameo. <laughs> if it gives him one extra bump, the Fifty uh, First Dates. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. Yep. I've not seen that. Yep. Nope. The yep. Longest Yard. Nope. I watched that one. I don't know why. Deuce Bigelow, European Gigolo. Haven't seen that. Nope. Never watched the follow-up. Grandma's, Grandma's Boy. Boy. We yes. Currently watching it. Yeah. We're going to watch this a bit after this <laughs> yeah. one. Uh, Benchwarmers. Nope. <sighs> Some of it. Some of it. Yep. Nope. Click. Yep. Nope. Yep. Click is good. Rain Over Me, starring Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler, talking about fucking 9-11. He's so depressed because of 9-11. I want to say what I a great, What a great concept for a movie. No, I haven't seen it. Yep. And that might have been the downfall, like, or that might have been the end of it, because I'm looking down here. So I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Nope. Didn't watch it. Strange, Strange Wilderness. Wilderness. Steve Zahn. Nope. Nope. Didn't watch Don't it. Don't mess with the Zohan. Didn't watch it. Nope. The House Bunny. Nope. Nope. That's a straight to TV movie if I've ever seen one. Oh, it's or, the, the House Bunny? Or Bunny? the straight to, straight to video. No, the House Bunny was, no, that was a that was a full release uh, starring, uh, what's her name? Yeah, that was right to... That was right to No, DVD. that was not. That was no, absolutely right. 100% that got a fucking release. 100%. I, I'm i not a betting man. You know this, Bobby, because I make shitty bets. I'm not good at betting. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now, motherfucking 100% that had a fucking theatrical release. I will tell that to the uh, movie cover. All right. Bedtime stories? No. I did watch that. Okay. Ball, Paul Blart Mall Cop? No. I didn't watch Paul Blart. Nope. The funny Funny People? No. The shortcut? Which one was the shortcut? I don't know. Doesn't oh, matter. Just hover over it. Let me just see the cover art. Nope. Nope. It looks like a little adventure. Uh, it's a horror film. Yeah. Grown Ups? Nope. Just go with it? Which one was that? Nope. Nope. Zookeeper? Zoo- no. Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star? No. Jack and Jill? No. That's my boy? No. Here Comes the Boom? No. Grown Ups 2? No. Blended? No. Paul Bart Mall Cop 2? Yes. Oh, you Fuck. son of a bitch. M- movie review show? 
right? We're we're in the middle of our movie review show that I did for Mm -hmm. on cable, and the the other host is like, "Hey, what what are we gonna watch this week?" Um, you know what? I really like Paul Blart, the first one. I really liked it a lot. That's what he said. That's what he said. He's like, I think we we can watch Paul Blart too. And I'm like, are you fucking for real? Is this a joke? Is this a bit? No, this is not a bit. bit? (laughs) He's like, (laughs) like, he's like, no. I'm like, you really want to fuck? Yeah, let's fucking do it. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck am I doing? There's a giant commercial for like Steve Wynn and his fucking resorts in Las Vegas throughout the middle of it. And I'm like, what the fuck are we? Um, what like what is going on here? He's like. Actually, that was a lot worse than the first one. And I'm like, what the fuck? What are you doing? I had to sit there and watch fucking Paul Blart. Ugh. Now we got to say things about it. Ugh, it. I would love to pull up the video of that. No, Joe Dirt 2, Beautiful no, Loser, no. Pixels. Yes. Because oh, you have kids. Because I got kids. Yeah. And it's oh, like, you know, it's, it's Chris okay. Columbus. Oh, Chris Columbus, the guy who fucking directed the first two Harry Potter movies, did that. It was okay. None of it makes sense whatsoever mm-hmm. uh, at all. Now here's the real. Now here's the here's the real kicker here because now we're going into mm-hmm. the. Ooh. Uh, ooh. Oh wait, there was a little. There's an interesting thing. Hold on, we now got another get, game to play. Now we're getting into Netflix releases. Now I've had once again. I've had a Netflix subscription since oh six oh seven. Something I've like, had one since ninety seven. <laughs> I was on the ground floor. <laughs> something like that. Now every single one of these movies. I could have watched for free. Mm-hmm. Just keep well that, with your paid subscription. With, with my paid subscription, yeah. I, it would cost me zero additional monies for me to watch these movies. Mm-hmm. The Ridiculous Six. No, I was shown one clip from a friend, and that's about it. And I was, was, like, was it about the baseball clip? It was the baseball clip. Yes. <laughs> with the, yes. I, I've seen that clip as well. Yes, and it's funny because I shit on baseball all the yeah, time, and it's yeah. like this is classic. which is why my friend showed me. It's <laughs> like, yeah, hey, you like baseball? You love this. Okay, no, the, so I have not seen it. The Do-Over. Nope. No. Sandy Wexler? Nope. No. The Week Of? Nope. No. Oh, Robert. Robert what, Schmeigel. Who, what was that one? The Week Of? Oh. Nope. Oh, it's almost like a who's coming to dinner kind of a thing. Or, uh, the, uh, okay. Seven days, two families, no backing out. Oh, man, hilarity. Holy shit. Robert Schmeigel, what are you doing directing this movie? The Father of the Year. <clears throat> nope. 100% fresh. Nope. Murder Mystery. Now, this one's interesting because this is directed by Kyle Newichek. Uh I don't know who that is. He is uh, one of the workaholics dudes. He is like, he is Carl the drug dealer in in the workaholics. Really? Yeah. And he directs most of workaholics. And so I'm, I'm happy to see him getting work. But I'm like, I still know. I thought you were going to say because I, I like participate in a lot of murder mystery dinner theaters. No. Well, you do. but like, I do. Yeah. But no. Yeah, Kyle no. Newinchek, he's I think he's a very good director, actually. I think he does a good job. But um, I, I'm not going to watch nope. that movie. Nope, didn't watch that one. Happy you're getting a paycheck. But. The Wrong Missy. Uh, oh, my God. How many people told us The Wrong Missy? It was Missy. just the one guy. Well, it was just the one guy at work. One too many. One too many. And he was many. fucking aggressive about, oh, no, no, it's really good. It's no, like, when no. someone in 2020 tells me that... The I need Happy to watch Madison. a David. I need to watch a David Spade movie. It's really good. No, you know you're gonna like. I'm very leery. Okay, we can move on. Uh, I, and then Hubby Halloween. Hubby Halloween, that. and then uh, Hustle. Which that's is not. Out. That's not. That's not out yet. We haven't seen them. So okay. really, so, like 2006, 2000. God, 
yeah, 2006. Uh, 2006 is when we stopped watching Happy Madison movies. You and I as a collective, <laughs> without knowing each other, we're like, mm, no, we're done. Unless no, I'm no. obligated by other people in my life. Oh man, let's get down to now. We're gonna go okay. to Rob Tinas, and then we can Critic we can wrap review. this up, okay. obviously, because we, we can we can Robert only talk Smeichel. about Happy. Robert Smigel directed a Father of the Bride esque movie. Who's coming to dinner? Starring style. fucking Chris Rock and Adam Sandler. And that's how they pitched it to Netflix. They're like, hey, what if we like Father the Bride and Who's Coming to Dinner? Yeah. Uh, With Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. Whoa, well, that sounds wild. like it. All sounds fantastic. That's wow. good. And then you have the guy who, the creator of Insult, the comic dog. Yeah, you know, the guy, two ambiguous yeah. gay duo. Like, yeah. Let's, let's, let's uh, fight. This sounds like a no hit, like a um, can't miss. My God, the clicks alone, people will love it. Oh, okay, Jesus. so we're going to go through these movies. Okay. Both You and I have both not seen... We, I have not seen the list of the, the list critically. Of these, these is this tomatoes. the Rotten Tomatoes? I believe so. Okay. Highest rated movie. Closest to without going over. So you're gonna go. You're gonna name the movie. You're gonna name the percentage of Rotten Tomato. Okay. Because only one of us can look at this list at a time, though. By the way. No, we're both gonna make choices. And this this the the closest to without going over oh, is going okay. to be the tie well, the highest rated movie. And then you get like so. If we pick the same movie, I have we have to pick a different uh, okay, a different rating, and that'll uh, be the tiebreaker. Hold on, because I I also I'll put my cards on the table. I think Click will be high up there, or maybe Funny People. Are, are you saying the okay? The, we're looking for what's the highest rated Happy Madison production. We're movie. gonna guess the highest rated. You're going with Click. Well, we're gonna. I I'm gonna go. I'll go with Click. I'll go with. Uh, I'll I go with no, an eighty-seven. I think we're going with whatever the highest is. Well, that's the point. We're guessing okay. what the highest is. So you can choose another I, movie, I think, or you can choose the same movie and choose a different rating. Uh, I would say click is click is a fair guess. I'm gonna say let's go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the longest yard. I feel like that was. No, this is critics. This is critics. I, I know. I feel like that's. Oh, okay. All right. I I think you're going to go critic score. Critic score. I think the highest Happy Madison produced production. Yes. Is the longest yard. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. What What's yours? Huh? Right, what's your? Oh no, my score is like I don't know, probably seven point eight. Well, it's out of a hundred. Oh, 78 then. 78. See, see, how, see how I just, I just yeah, I moved I, the decimal point. Well, that's it. I know. That's, I just wanted to clarify because if you said 70.8, then I'd be like, well, you're way off because you said 7.8. I meant 78. Well, that's not mm, what you said, bud. I'm actually going to go, uh, I think funny people. You think funny people I think funny nice? people will be at an 81%. I think that's, I think, I remember that being kind of a mixed bag. Yeah. I think. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Click was, is the top. Also. I still can't believe rot- you. Really... Also, Rotten Tomatoes is a garbage Sure. Yeah, we've we've talked about that before. I'll, and I feel like, I feel like, the longest yard is perfectly mediocre enough to be moved up and not as divisive as. Okay. So you're okay. going with the long shot here, the yeah. longest yard. Yeah, sure. All right. The longest yard is uh, no way, no way close. Thirty-one percent. Oh, so way off. Click is thirty-three percent. Rain over me is sixty-four percent. Funny people, sixty nine percent. I went okay. over though. Can we here? I think. Can you sort? Oh no 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 no! Go back. Oh, go back I got there. you. I got you. I got you. Oh no! Oh, <gasps> here, got it. No, go do the Rotten Tomatoes. 
100% fresh was 90%. I thought about oh, I thought about making a joke about what 100% fresh I don't even know what that is. I have no idea what that is. Funny people reign over me. So funny people is number 1. Or as far, I mean funny people is number 2. But we don't know what this 100% or like 100% fresh is. It doesn't even have a hyperlink. Steve Brill. Okay. Anyway. I'll have we'll have to pull up our Netflix account. Yeah. We won't keep okay. you guys any longer, but at the end of the day. Yeah, this could be a podcast. We'll watch. You want to watch 100% Fresh right well, now? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. Be sure to check out 100% Fresh on Netflix. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a really joy. a great film. And, so uh, good. You know, we it's get so a good. slight kickback if we just recommend films. So. When you uh, sign up for Netflix, uh, use the promo code, this could be a podcast slash not a real thing yep and then when you do that uh you'll get no discounts but you will be able to sign up for the low monthly fee of whatever the fuck netflix is charging right now and if you want to not pay netflix but pay us to do uh, the same thing uh we, we, you just go to our paypal or go to our yeah, Patreon. Whatever. I mean, if you'd like to see a video clip of us doing shadow puppets just let us we'll know do that and we'll rep- repl- replicate any uh you know Happy Madison, Madison movie. That we can do a Happy Madison movie uh, using Shadow Puppets for 100%. Yeah. 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 So cool. thank you guys.